Welcome to the Just Ride podcast number six. Fuck yeah. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm Shaden the Frosty Duke. And I am Jeff. <laughs> nameless. He's, he's nameless. <laughs> well, actually, I think I'm Peebaw, Poobaw, oh, yeah. and Wankbaw. <laughs> I don't that know. That has to be it for now on. I think that's a better way to introduce it. It came out naturally. So Peebaw here. <laughs> Poobaw. Uh, yeah. Today we have kind of a fun fun story. We haven't seen each other for a couple of weeks, so we're just going to talk and see how we've been. Yeah. I don't even know. Been. I've just been podcasting, so there's my story. No, we've all been <laughs> different environments. You know, I was on the river, you were in yeah. the mountains, and you were in the basement. Yeah, I'm yeah. always in the basement. <laughs> but today we're going to talk about, Jeff has a fun serial story about growing up and the awkwardness of teenage years. I think it's going to be kind of fun. And then we have close calls. This is one that you guys sent in about uh, whether or not we were almost going to jail or not. And we all have a story, I think. And then the big question today is, are we plugged in too much? And Shane's going to lead us on that one. Plus, we have fuck this, advice I give myself, and things I learned. So, hi, guys. It's starting to sound like a fucking show. It's a show a almost. Bit. Did we make a show by accident? I think it's over. We're done. Thank Oops. you guys for listening. So, yeah, we appreciate uh, it. It's been awesome. How <laughs> 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 have you guys been? I haven't seen you forever. What have you, you guys all yeah. went out in the you woods. Jeff, and, you had an adventure. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I got to. Uh, so, I've been whitewater rafting a couple times. Well. I thought that I had been whitewater rafting. I was a passenger for a friend of mine who whitewater rafts. But so it was cool. I could fish and drink beer while we went through rapids, and he made sure I didn't die. Right. No. <laughs> That's the way I <laughs> so would So I went along for a ride. I was more like a moth, you know. <laughs> this time, I got to go whitewater rafting. Now, I went with a group, but I manned my own raft. It was actually, it's actually like a catamaran on, on this metal frame. Cool. It's always. And uh, I really think I found something to replace... Uh, that adrenaline that I look for because it is, I mean, it, it is, it, it's, inc- it, you're going towards these rapids and you got to understand it's pretty late in the summer. I mean, I think we had class threes, maybe one class four. I, How I high know. does it go? What's the highest class? Yeah. Class five. That's from fine. what I understand. But you know, for me, never doing it, it was big enough. Uh, and, and, you're, six. and you're getting sucked in and, and you're, you're like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then there's that. No, 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 no. And then, and then, you, <laughs> and then you're there and like, okay, I'm here. I, I, I don't have a choice. I have no option. I have to figure this out right now or die. Right. And you're laughing the whole time. And I did probably everything wrong that you could do wrong. <laughs> missing the entries that everybody's taking, you know, turning class threes into class fives because I'm going through the wrong areas. But what I found out is apparently I... I did all the right things to get myself out of hazards, and I and I didn't flip. And we actually did have one raft in our group that flipped. Yeah, and the gal got she she got hurt. She hit her face on a rock. I'm just I mean, gonna she, pretend to be shocked that you took something that was moderately hard and and, yeah. and then made it more hard. Oh wow! Just to <laughs> no, get yourself not out you, of buddy. <laughs> Nothing I've ever learned about you would say that that's normal. And then being the you know ridiculous you know so imperfect perfectionist that I am, get upset with myself because like I it was like oh man I just I, I couldn't hit that water right, so I went and did all this but then i was like no i put myself in a terrible posi- terrible position and i figured out how to get out of it without flipping a boat and the, which is great i mean when the front of your boat is being you're you're backwards and the front of your boat is totally underwater and you are facing a huge rock because you're getting sucked in um and you get yourself out of that which really consists of making sure you you just row as hard as you can and make sure that your boat stays straight and it'll eventually pop you out or else you die right or, or you flip and smash your face okay. and float down and you know 
possibly die. Seeing, I mean, seeing that boat flip in front of me and then taking the same course they did. <laughs> Mistakes that, were made. <laughs> yeah, and I was at that time. I actually hit exactly where I was supposed to because I was following them, and they hit in the wrong spot. And oh, uh, just oh because, so you went. <laughs> but they they hit sideways and it flipped their raft. I mean, you know, it, it happens. And, nice. and those guys are. And did they say? And they were seasoned. I mean, they're in their sixties. They're seasoned rafters. So, oh, so they're not. Yeah, that scared the shit out of me. But I made it through. And it's like, oh my god, I got lucky. And then again, she got hurt, but it wasn't terrible. She, I mean, she ended up with a black eye, and we got Ooh. the raft flipped over and everything, and everything was good. But she was shaking. I mean, I scared I her. They'd never flipped before oh, uh, that I'm aware of. Uh, but end result was awesome. Love the adrenaline. Can't wait to go again. Probably going to go again late this later September. Try and get one more trip after bear season. It's not super expensive, is it? Or is it once you well get on the river? I've got a friend who has gear, so oh, it's yeah. a matter yeah, of that's gas always to the get, barrier to entry. Yeah, yeah, gas to get there and uh, and uh, so your gear food. you need you need a raft or a yeah. I mean, I've got some personal gear, helmets, uh, life vests, and you know the the appropriate clothing and the the beer helmet, the bags, the bags. Uh, waterproof bags and stuff like that i have all that stuff but you know it's you got to get a raft well you got to get a raft you got to get a trailer so there's some expense to it but once it's all bought ultimately it's a pretty cheap sport i mean it's not an inflatable raft it is okay yeah, it is. Well, but the frame is big. The, oh. the, the frame is would still it doesn't have like a, a big duck head on the frame. <laughs> I was hoping for duck head. I, I want to say it's probably a twelve foot frame or fifteen foot frame, maybe. Jeez, it's that's How aluminum. Many Four or five or well, the one that I was on because it's a cat. It, it'll hold. It, there's a seat for me. You're right, and cats. then okay. yeah, and then somebody could sit behind me on the dry box if they wanted to. Oh. But it's not really a seat. Oh, it's kind of dangerous though. It sounds Zach's dangerous. Mind right well, now. I don't it's know. Like I mean, picturing you a, can a hold big on giant stuff. cat from like studio Jason, Ghibli, your duck. like I mean, that's what I, people that are cat, riding it. Like, <laughs> go kitty, <laughs> follow that duck, kitty. <laughs> that cat. It kind of felt like I was riding a cat sometimes. Uh, that catamaran is what I rode on before, and I sat on the back, and it was fine. But you know, okay. Rustin's also an expert. Season, so yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, that gear thing though, that is always. I, I was talking about doing the bushcrafting stuff. I've been doing all the way since you know over a year ago, and people were bugging me like, "Dude, when are you going to actually do it?" I'm like, well, "I'm slowly buying gear. Like, I can't afford to just buy it all right yeah. now, and and I don't want to go out without it because I need it." Like, right. <laughs> and, and as much as I hate technology, God bless technology too, because oh, these yeah. trips, like you know, last year I took a, a couple week trip, deer season, uh, high country. And my pack was 85 pounds. So was my buddies that I went with. We were both packing in about the same. Um, you couldn't do that trip 30, 40 years ago. You couldn't, without horses, you couldn't mm-hmm. just do it on your back. You couldn't bring enough gear yeah, uh, to sustain that long. That, that so. technology blows my mind, man. I, this is the first, like, really, really good pack that I've ever had. The one that I've been taking out this season. And it's, it's like, it, <laughs> I'm over the moon about it. It blows my mind um, every time I use it. Because has a sink in it i can put a hole well it's got pockets i keep learning new shit i find a new thing about it every time i use it but i can pack this thing full of all of my gear that i need for several days how many liters is it i think mine is a 60 liter so that's even a a small bag yeah 60 or 65 so it's not the smallest they go but i didn't want to get a massive one either but um i can pack it completely full and uh if I shrug my shoulders down, the straps don't go with my shoulders because all the weight sits on my hips, which is amazing to me. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that's an engineering feat Fucking nice. as far as I I'm concerned. So. so, yeah, the river was awesome, but I want to hear about the mountains. 
Yeah, the mountains were, were cool. I don't think it was nearly as harrowing as your <laughs> trip was, but I had a good time. Hey, hey it's better to be lucky than good. Is <laughs> what I, that's really what I learned. You know what? I agree with that, actually. <laughs> that's been a common theme in my life. <laughs> um, it was good. I had a really good time. I went out with my buddy John, who I'd actually love to have on the podcast sometime. He's an interesting dude, but he's kind of like an older brother figure in my life at this point. But he uh, he brought his two boys out, one that just graduated high school and another that's uh, going to be a freshman this year. I knew you were doing some educating. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, so we kind of got to show them the ropes, and they were – you never know quite how it's going to be bringing you know, kids out. Like, it could be – Oh, we're so stoked, and this is going to be awesome, and they're rip roaring to do everything. But then I'm thinking, man, what happens when they nighttime are, yes. comes and they start getting a little scared? And is it going to be a long night of oh, no, no, you know? But there was they none get of scared. that. They don't have their phone. They can't jerk off without right. You know, you know start them. throwing attitude. That's whatever, what I worry. You know? Yeah, yeah. What the hell are you doing? Man? Aren't they just like seven or eight? in the woods just wander no, off and oh. crank one out, man. Ninth grade, ninth grade in high oh, ninth grade. Oh, yeah. They, okay. Yeah. I missed that part. <laughs> yeah, but You no, are correct. Were, it's a part of their day. Oh, though. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> For sure. How will I hide this? It was, uh, it was great, though. We had zero problems other than just maintaining focus now and then, which is, I have that problem. So you know, went so. in with dry food gear. You went in with your machete. Yeah, and your machete and a hatchet, and uh, I got this um, hand chainsaw, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's a chainsaw blade with handles yeah. on either side. What was your water system? Works great. I took a, uh, a gravity system with a hydro flask but, filter, and I just we camped not too so far I, from that's a called creek. A Sawyer system, I believe. Is that correct? Sawyer is a different brand, same type okay. of deal. Yeah, mine's just a so light straw, a but yeah, Sawyer. Okay. I thought brand, it was so actually it the technique. Mm, I don't know. Maybe they invented it. I don't have sure. (laughs) Yeah, but it's uh, my John actually brought the Sawyer system, Mm -hmm. and theirs is more portable because it's like mine is like a membrane bag, Mm -hmm. like kind of a silicone sort of feeling material with a screw on lid and then a hose, like a like a camel pack. Um, The Sawyer system is like collapsible, like kind of heavy duty, but they're just plastic bag so they're really really light which is kind of their appeal but he punctured his and i didn't so oh, no kidding. Oh, there <laughs> yeah. you go yeah so good thing i don't you both know had one. i don't know yeah if i'm if i was to review them I'm, I'm a i'm a bigger fan of uh, the life straw system that i had but it was great i mean you could just hook it up and then hang it from a tree and then i just walk up to it and drink out of it like a hose you could put the hose into a bottle and fill up a water bottle awesome. so how many days did you guys put in the mountains we went out early friday morning and we came back Sunday evening, so we were there two nights. So did you pick a spot and continue to build shelter on that same spot, or did you have to move both days and rebuild shelter? We stayed in the same spot, yeah. Okay. Because you know, it was kind of, there wasn't, we weren't really spoiled for choice on spots because it was a really kind of, that we, we wanted to be close enough to the creek that we didn't have a hard time getting water, but the problem is creeks are always at the bottom of a valley. Did you, you guys know, have so good shade? Good. We had great shade, yeah. So I was a little worried about that. I was thought, it hotter than a cocksucker's knee pads out there? No. no. <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, the temperature in that area was in the 90s, but where we were at, it was shady enough most of the day that the heat didn't really bother us. Yeah, had beagle-sized uh, mosquitoes. We had massive there. mosquitoes, though. Oh, yeah, the bug situation bug was my only complaint, and we didn't bring bug spray, <laughs> which was a tactical error. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, hard time. So you didn't bring any of your own shelter except for maybe a tarp or something? Brought, brought a tarp, yeah, and that yeah. was it. Did you use the tarp, or did you guys go? Yeah, have, used the tarp, made a, made a lean, shelter. Lean to or across trees? We went, we hung a, um, 
We hung a guide wire between two trees for the front, and then uh, we tied it. We anchored it to a log on the back end, and then it has my tarp has a um, a little grommet in the center. Mm-hmm. And I took that and I made a tall stake, and I, I ran a piece oh, of go. paracord from that to kind of make it like a sort of a TPS sort of a thing. Worked great. Fun. Did you guys yeah. do flint fire, or did you let it we cheat? We did flint and steel. Uh, yeah. Well, we did ferro rods, so yeah, but. Yeah, ferro rods and whatever we could find for tinder, which was fun. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, last time I went out, we did that, and it was really wet conditions, and it took me like a fucking hour so did to you get guys, fire going, but this time it was quick and nice. good. Yeah. I did felt you like guys run drills as far as uh, for them first aid or anything like that? Or, yeah, or, well, we or, actually or had a just, first aid situation. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah, his oldest son, like filleted the hell out of his finger oh no um, that sucks yeah he was trying to carve a bowl and he was all excited he's like i'm gonna make myself a bowl and he was like 10 minutes into it oh <laughs> no sliced himself none of us he was super calm about it he just comes over and <laughs> stands behind me and john and he goes um what do i do about this and we're thinking he's asking us for advice on carving and we turn around and he's just pouring blood and dripping <laughs> it all over the campfire. So it was a quality cut. He, he did a good job. He was good. He yeah. didn't need right. stitches yeah. or what? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know that he got stitches. He no. might have needed them, but <laughs> we didn't give him stitches. Nah, well, I know that. Yeah. So you had butterflies. <laughs> we had, uh, yeah, we had butterflies and we had um, this stuff called New Skin, which is yeah. just like a liquid bandage stuff, which, fun fact about New Skin, you're supposed to put it on once the bleeding has slowed and stopped. Mm-hmm. We just kind of like cleaned it and had slapped him hold it, it up and slapped it over the top. So about an hour later, he takes his bandage off to look at it. And he's like, uh, I think I have a problem. And his whole knuckle was like twice the size of the rest of his knuckles. Mm-hmm. And we're going, oh, no, like we're going to have to pack up and leave. Fuck this kid. He ruined our camping yeah. trip. <laughs> um, so we take him down by the creek. And, and I was like, I wonder if it's, it was, it was like, it was like a, it looked like a big blister, you know? And I was like, I wonder if that's the new Drew straws over who was going to hit him. Yeah. The head of the <laughs> stick. What are we going to tell his mom? When we it's very Lord, of the, it's Lord of the flies when you get out. How big was the bear? Yeah. <laughs> very big. <laughs> he ate him whole. <laughs> there was nothing left. Nothing left. Um, Except for his wallet. I grabbed his wallet. So I told, I told John was the kid's name. I told John Jr. I was like, Hey. Just hold your hand that way and and make a fist like bend your bend your knuckle. I want to see and he did and it went like shot a ton of blood that was just trapped under this new skin bandage and it just needed to be drained out yeah. and so we were like oh okay good so we just cleared it like, off. Hey, is it good? <laughs> is it good? Really? I don't feel like that's exactly the way I describe it. Yeah. It's funny, you know. I have suture kits that I carry around. Never once do I think that I'm going to John Rambo and literally suture myself up. I don't. Yeah, it seems like such a great idea and such a tough act, but when it came to it, it's like I nah. don't know if I could actually do it. I'll just grab the super glue. I mean, I guess <laughs> really, yeah, yeah, super glue would be a better thing to have, yeah. and, and butterflies mm-hmm. and tape, just yep. tape. Yeah, I would rather duct tape it up than yeah. than actually suture it. Yeah, I just bring a Monique with me because she will she'll butterfly everybody up. Yeah, yeah, she'll, yeah. Sew yeah. Up. she'll have. She's done it many times. Yeah, she's got so much gear for you that, like, honestly, you just, you just kind of. I'm not allowed in the woods. The woods is like Monique is, Monique is Zach's first aid kit. Yeah. I'm thankful for her, and that's why. We, but we don't go out into the woods because yeah. we learn that's, our lesson. You have a hard time though, on your man. back porch. You I know, do. you know, you've I'm, got your shit together if people refer to you as a first aid kit. Like, that's like, <laughs> like thank you very much. Well, yes, I am awesome. <laughs> she's also the one that knows, that knows how to do all the camping stuff that you guys were talking about. That sounded like how you feel when we talk about sci-fi. I think I'm like, right. oh, is that a tent? Yeah, you're like the water device. I'm like, I feel like I've seen that on the internet. Is that there? 
there thing was where a, you filter water. There by was sucking? a Maverick station about forty yards from where we camped. Zach, they had great <laughs> <That's> burritos. <fine. laughs> okay, so, yeah. okay, that sounds they like just, they actually just pitched a tent by the yeah, <laughs> yeah. just by, by the guest. porta potty. Yeah, yeah, right behind the, yeah. the, the construction Maverick. zone, right behind the Maverick. I'd rather camp out by a porta potty than where they had to be out by Sunday. That was the deal. Well, you okay? You camped in the same spot. And you yeah. just kept moving down. Yeah, the we river. camped so every you had other to night. Pack up, and that's cool. Yeah, and it was super, super hot, and uh, you had to find a, a way to get shade. And did they have like a plan? They're like, we always camp here, or no? Do you guys no, it would just we would just go for a while and and find what looked like a what good is it spot. like? You're like a lot of land. beach. That's the land. No, there, there was some really good looking beach. Uh, you tried to find places with shade, but it was pretty tough. And you know, by the time we were we're we're coming in, it you know four or five o'clock in the afternoon still pretty high sun uh through those canyons at that time you just cook but once sun went down it was it was decent you know nice. um and then i was up at four thirty-five in the morning just because it was hot already right yeah well tell us a serial story this is connected oh to this so <laughs> this is kind yeah, of so a, what on I this trip this week, so i was really. by myself in my own boat uh just the way the situation worked out but i went with good friend of mine and his family he's got a wife he's got one two three four children from ages five to fifteen uh and then there was uh another couple that had a kid and two other and then two other random couples so that was that 17 people i think in total well my friend's son is 12 and i age. spent most of my time on land just sitting back and observing what it's like to be 12 and just feeling his pain of life in general. And it was Watching so... Watching the awkwardness is Just, yeah, so he's... He's an athlete. And in there, bud, it'll pass. Yeah. So he's got... You know, he can, better. he can still play with these little sisters, but he'd rather not. He's got, right. you know, his teenage sister doesn't want anything to do with him right. because, you know, 12 and 15, that's just how that happens. Yeah. And he wants to be with the guys and he wants to be one of the guys and he's pretty tall and he's even getting i noticed he's getting like fuzzy on his lip and chin and stuff now almost pretty, like, pretty early i'm basically like, a man like god you're, you're gonna start shaving like here in the next six months or so and he's but he's you know he's not full grown yet but he's still got that he looks like he should be able to do everything kind of on his own but his brain as a boy is is still you know nine or ten right so and he'll never get past his uh, right. sense of humor. That's the peak right there. <laughs> right, right, That's right. where it stays. And, and the, whole thing, the whole thing yep. is, you know, he really wants to be an adult. So he finally gets this opportunity. It's morning, and you got to understand that everybody brings everything. We got tables. We got stoves, you know. I mean, every, so he's, there's this table. It's about the size of a chest of drawers, the way it sits on the sand. There's a big container of cereal and a, and a full gallon of milk, and he's got to get his own cereal. So I'm, I'm, and I'm just sitting back and watching him. There's all the adults are kind of up. They're not really paying attention, but I'm watching him and I can just see and remember the stress. I can see the stress in his body and his eyes. And he's just kind of taking it all. It's okay. The table's kind of high. The bowls are there. Cereal, man, that milk looks pretty full. And I'm just feeling <laughs> this go on inside I him that every time I make cereal. And, he, and, he, and I watch him. <laughs> it's like, it's uh, like a square uh, uh, container. You know, it's a dry container so mm -hmm. we can pour. And he pours the cereal in. It's pretty, pretty solid bowl of cereal right there. And, and, uh, 
hat right there. He's like, solid. like I can see him just like sigh. He gets the, he gets that done. He gets the lid on. Nothing's happened. He's I mean he's doing good. Now he's just looking at that milk. He's looking at the bowl. He's looking at the table. He's kind of looking around, seeing who's watching him. <laughs> Didn't catch that I was, and I could just see the stress going on. And I'm just like, oh my god, you hid that you were watching. You were it like, was oh. like watching the most suspenseful movie and just being drawn into it. You know. Um, you know, like uh, Inglorious Bastards, the interviews in that movie. Uh-huh. It was like that intense. I'm, I'm so into this <laughs> thing that's going on Under with this floor 12 floor. year old kid. So, and I, he's like, okay, well, the table's a little high. It's full milk. So he slides the bowl out to the edge of the table and he grabs mm. the milk cart and he brings it up and he's getting to, ready to just tip this full milk and he catches the front. Uh, lower cart yeah. corner on the bowl before the milk even pours out and just flips the Cheerios all over to the sand. I'm and he just, slow he just has that. And, and of course I see that. And of course I'm just instantly just dying laughing. And he just has that. You ruined his Fuck whole day. me. And now he's got this. He's holding the milk. He's looking at the surly. He's looking around to see if anybody saw it. Still didn't catch that I was looking. And then he just stands there. Looking around, looking all these different directions, what and finding like I, I don't know what to do. I I don't know how to handle this problem. Do I pick up? That's the how I felt when I. That's how I felt when I shit the bed. Right. I, Same exactly. right. What do I do? <laughs> and I wanted to help him so bad, but I didn't. I couldn't. I was laughing too. Got. I had to walk away. <laughs> So I, I end up known at this point. I, you'd yeah, seen. I end up walking away from the situation. It's like, dude, I can't handle it anymore. I, I, you know, I, I can't handle it anymore. Right. Anyway, twenty minutes goes by. I'm packing up my tent, getting ready to go. His dad comes up, and I just felt I'm like, dude, I have to share the story about your son because it's so funny. It's just so twelve, and I could just feel his pain and everything mm-hmm. happened. So I told him the whole story, and his dad starts laughing. He's like. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. He's like, so my son got a second bowl of cereal and got the milk and he had followed me over to the raft and I did not know he was behind me. And I grabbed my hat and went to shake the sand out of my hat behind me, hit the, he was standing right behind me, knocked the bowl of cereal out of the sand, all over my raft, all over him, milk and cereal just went everywhere. And he just looked at me like I did it on purpose. Sound the story is coffee that, for breakfast. Coffee for it just, breakfast. It just reminds me, Ben, that hey, you can't do anything right. You're, when just, you're 12. You're just, fuck me. I just want something to go my way. Just one fucking tiny Ow. day. <laughs> he did get a third bowl of cereal. Did he? By and the he way, ate he it. did. Yeah, and okay. he ate it. So, you know, and then He's his got mom's pads like, on and a fucking... Who ate all the cereal? <laughs> He's, He's like, like listen. <laughs> well, birds. You don't know basically. what I went through for that cereal. And it just. It was mine. And the whole trip was was that way, just watching him try so hard. Tripping over his feet. And, and just, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I had him build my tent to give him something to do. He just wanted to be a part of it. But, you know, I, it, he was so afraid of doing it wrong that I had to make sure that I talked him through each step, which he actually learned. And he got to where he, could, he would set up my tent for me because he wanted to. But I had to teach him step by step because what? at that age you're so afraid to even commit to anything a lot of times oh, I, I know that i was yeah. did you tell him to twist the tent wire 17 or 13 13 no or? no <laughs> that was your chance to pass I it know, on i know <laughs> no i did well that's funny i actually another story about him he wanted to fish and i yeah. actually did teach him that as far as tying the did swivel you? on i let him use some lures and he just kind of left him to casting mm. 
And I'm again sitting back watching him, and are like probably 15 casts in a row. I mean, he's just I tongue out of his mouth. He's concentrating super hard, and he throws and goes off to the side. He's just I can just see him like motherfucker. <laughs> he's so you, but you know what? He just kept at it. He just it was. It was actually remarkable to watch because he just kept at it. He didn't go to... Well, a couple times he came to me and his dad with these rat nests at first. We just laughed. <laughs> but I love getting knots out. So Russell's like, dude, this is all you. And I would get these knots out and send him back. But there was finally this time where he's by himself. Jeff's not always going to be here to get the knots he's out for you, casting just terrible. And he's so frustrated. And he's just he literally motherfucking himself. I'm watching him do it. But he's not giving up. Good. Finally, he just gets this, I mean, perfect cast. Mm. Just... On a line, drops oh, in beautiful. He reels in, bam, Angel catches sand. his first fish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Catches his first fish. And then the whole perfect thing cast. was worth it for him. It was, oh, and it was just phenomenal. Perfect. And it was just so enjoyable just to sit back and take that in and just watch the family dynamic and watch his dad be proud and, and oh, watch yeah. him be proud. And, and you know, he got a lot of attention for it. And they just kept at it. And then he kept, you know, 10 more times of shitty casting, but he knew he could get that one good cast and it's going to pay off. Right. You know, so it was cool, man. That that's what cool. I like. Really that's one of the things I really love about getting out out like actually out like not just to a campsite but like going out into the wilderness with people and i mean by yourself is a different it's a whole other ball of wax there's a lot of benefits to that too but going out with people that's one of the best things is you you actually take the time to pay attention there's not so many distractions hitting you all the fucking time you actually take the time to pay attention to shit like that and appreciate it you know? yeah yeah and it kind of brings and up you, and the you kind of carry it with you when you come back i find too yeah, well know? totally yeah that's all i've been talking changed, about his life changed this he watched a, a change a big pivotal moment in his life that's awesome yeah and he'll, he'll remember this trip he'll yeah. remember yeah. the cereal he'll remember everything about it and he'll probably love cereal for the rest of his life just because <laughs> probably of how not much sure he had to go through <laughs> do, you, do you have do you have a moment like that in your life where you're like could not win, could not get it right, and then you finally got it right? Or is it most I, of your life? I feel like that every yeah. day. When I, that was <laughs> yesterday. But do you remember a specific cereal incident where you were like with, you know... My only cereal incident that I remember... Older older people? I saw a Cheerios commercial, and it was the unsinkable taste of Cheerios. <laughs> not a lot of sugar to weight down those Cheerios. Right. And what they meant was not a lot of flavor, but go ahead. Yeah, and, and I thought about <laughs> Cheerios floating around in my stomach, and I never ate Cheerios again. That's the only never cereal story I They'll never go down. They're never going to make it through. Yeah, it just <laughs> like really grossed me. Rafts. It grossed me out. They are, I mean, they still exist. I don't know how. They must be soft for you when you get uh, sick or something. Listen, but. boys, they lower your cholesterol. Okay, fuck, <laughs> I don't what care. They I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to raise that cholesterol. We're trying to live forever. Fuck me. That's a different thing. All right, well... <laughs> I, good cereal story. It's nice to yeah. hear that it grew up in front of your There's eyes. one more story related to that, but we can no. wait that. Oh, Tell us. So, well, we're not coming away, back. Dude. We're not coming back. So it also has, in watching a a, 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 uh, a tweener right. live a tween life, there was also it's another thing that thing reminded me. <laughs> Watch, watching uh, a 20-year-old thing. <laughs> like that's from 20 years ago very hip Jeff for you, for you buddy hey <laughs> kid okay okay leave me alone All right, I'm sorry <laughs> just a minute I gotta tighten up my button up 501s hold on um <laughs> we go get you an insurer real quick <laughs> I gotta pull my pants up to my breastuses I know I got a hole in my eyes on shirt too um <laughs> no uh there also is a time in your life as you start to mature from uh, young childhood to teenage years that you need to recognize that you've been 
a source of entertainment for your parents and they will fuck with you at every chance you get. And you need to recognize when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, again, he's so true. I feel like you recognize that your father, who's very funny, just gave you shit all the time and you were like, oh, he fuck. still does. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Zach realized it the, the first dog biscuit that he did. <laughs> yeah, if you had to realize this that early. Bullshit. <laughs> this doesn't normally happen so, to Chitrons. Another story about the family. So that family, they all stay in the same tent. Well, there's six people in there. They got some little ones. You don't want your little ones to get up and you have to go take them pee because it's a problem. It's so we got a pee bucket in the tent. Okay, and then you go and you know dump the pee That's bucket. That's awkward clean to it hear your chitrons just pissing while you're it's trying just, to sleep. Like, please it's get not it awkward all in that. It it's only awkward the, for don't miss. You know. yeah, yeah, I know it's their kids, so they're like, all right. I'm well, in the situation, it's normal. It, it's not that big of a deal, right? Okay. But, I mean, you know, I watch, you know, people living in basements and homes that piss in two liter bottles dude i used to life, i used so. to turn the what sink on so people couldn't hear me right. piss that's how i that's <laughs> how weird it was for me so i'm just thinking like okay my Fair dad's listening to me tinkle you know i never i never what's got he that judging shit. me on this shit i never got that shit until i lived in the place i do now where the bathroom's literally right off of the kitchen you can hear right. your neighbor pee yeah, yeah. you're just like oh i'm like oh, i don't really want to hear that when i'm trying to cook my spaghettios <laughs> <laughs> so anyway one of the kids turned the pee bucket into a shit bucket oh no apparently he had to so that that morning rustin was less than that's <laughs> the thrill yeah, as one would imagine well this is in the tent so i mean they're probably like yeah hey. he was less than thrilled because that is the bucket that he with rafts you get sand on these on these places where we camp you have to wash them off keep them cool and wash them off all the time so you just take a big bucket and pour it over your raft all the time that was the bucket he used oh. well now it was tainted with poo with poo poo <laughs> and he was less than and he has some. Imagine being that kid shitting in a bucket in front of his parents and siblings, though. That's, when you're five, you don't care. I mean, I think I would have cared. I, I felt like I did. <laughs> you were, I, I care you were for an only him. child again. Weirdo. Your parents, yeah. Yeah, yeah. weirdo. I don't count, I guess, You're in any of this stuff. Nevertheless, right my, in the bed, darn. I know. My, my, buddy's got some, <laughs> I hope my buddy's got some OCD issues and cleanliness issues, which is I love to fuck with him about. It's awesome. But at the end of the day, he's like, I don't want this bucket to smell like shit and then try and clean my boat off with it. Right. So at one point, it was the following day, he still hadn't used that bucket. He's We're both standing Andy, out in the water because it's, it's super hot and he's got like two inches of sand with some water in there and he's just shaking the bucket, shaking the bucket. And I'm like, what are you? He's like, I'm, I'm trying hours. to sand it out. I've, I've done everything and it still stinks. <laughs> Probably works. Anyway, we're having other conversation. He kind of walks out towards the end of his raft, and he's cleaning the bucket out now. Wait a minute. Real quick. Somebody's going to go to that beach sometime, lay in that sand, and be like, what the fuck smells like shit? (laughs) Oh, no. You have a disposal place that you put. You actually take a bathroom in and out. That's less fun. It's a whole lot. That's way less fun. (laughs) No, you don't don't shit on the beaches there. You don't do that. That's No, that's good. Um, (laughs) Still funnier if he did. (laughs) My story's good because somebody, maybe you don't like them, and they're rolling around in the sand. Now they've got poopy sand all over them. Sand is bad enough. Now it's poopy, so it sticks. Well, like I mean, you want that to happen, just take your kids. Buried. Exactly. Take your kids to any sand, local sandbox, and you can get that with cat shit. So. You're right. That's true. All right. Sorry to Anyway. The culmination. I, so, so he's starting to clean out this bucket. And I'm like, at some point, 
Mr. OCD is going to have to smell that bucket to see if it stinks. I don't, I don't, I don't see him doing that. And it was about this time I realized that his son was out standing in the water about five feet from him. And he literally just takes that bucket, <laughs> brings it over to the son's face. He's like, hey, does this smell like shit? <laughs> puts his head right in the bucket. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. The kid's thing. like, no. That, I would have done the same thing. I was like, like listen, I've already been scarred for. for life. You're still working on it. Go yeah, ahead, exactly. Take, take one for it the was, team. It was the most. Inter- it was super entertaining to watch. It's like, God, we would just fuck with our kids all the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's the point. Yeah. I completely agree with that philosophy. I was fucked with. I reserve the right to fuck with anybody's kids as long as we're on good terms. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know. <laughs> seems. Fuck with my friends' kids all day. That no, seems no right. shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, that's the end of the serial story. Did it smell like poop? I, I think people want to know. Did it stink? I never stuck my face in it. But did what the kids say? He said no. Okay. No, it oh. didn't. It was clean. But was he fucking with his dad? Just to, no. Just to, okay, I mean, do that. his dad literally said, does it smell like shit? And, and he's like... And he li- I, wa- I watched his body language go, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for loving me, father, and never putting me in harm's way. I mean, the amount of trust that occurred right there, yeah. that probably shouldn't have at that right, moment. exactly. That yeah. it shouldn't... Yeah. Maybe that... that uh, honor thy father and thy mother thing it's like maybe they to deserve a point. it to a yeah. point yeah <laughs> parents do do that though and i think it's i mean i i get it as an adult now i get it but like as a kid i, I my dad used to do this thing where i'd come out i was a major daddy's boy still am love you dad and uh oh, he's <laughs> yeah. a good man i uh he is a good man i <clears throat> would come out and i'd be like hey dad or hey pa you know and he'd be like i'm not <laughs> your dad like immediately dead <laughs> dead serious i'm not your dad and i'm a, i'm like a pretty young kid you know and and i'm like quit it he's like i'm serious you just showed up here one day i'm like st- i would like cry i'm like dad stop like oh. you're my dad this is very important he's, like, he's like all right fine calm down <laughs> as you guys look very similar he's your mini me all right well now that we've we've exercised our uh, our views on tweenage god damn that was an awkward tweeners time. tweeners <laughs> next topic close calls uh, going to jail <laughs> I've had a few. Nice. Yeah. This came from one of you guys. And so thank you for sending in these kind of questions. Dude, and I've had so much fun reading the emails and stuff and like hanging out in the Discord. It's like so some fun, of the yeah. emails you guys have sent, man, about like grandpa messing with your kid at his own funeral, oh. like that ghost story thing. <laughs> that was so I was like, Yeah, I love that. Please keep sending more of that stuff. That's that's been great. And the masturbating to catch Pokemon instead of using Pokeballs. <laughs> that was today. Really enjoyed that, that one. I have that not seen that one. I haven't been on my phone early today. <laughs> what we're gonna do with all you guys' letters is we're gonna read a bunch of them uh, in a live stream coming up soon. Hell yeah. We're, we're planning on that for a few weeks out but we'll uh we'll attach ourselves to all of those and talk about them attach ourselves yeah i'm, I'm just gonna i'm gonna wear them like armor i'm gonna here. wear four or five of them like like, like angus wears his toblerones <laughs> but it'll be nice so closest thing to jail i had one uh that i'll tell uh basically i, I got away with buying beer for my friends way before uh I was 21, I guess. Because you had a beard Because I six. could do a beard. from all the do dog biscuits. It was dog yeah. biscuits grow facial hair quick. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently like larger I'm muscle. I'm never going to let that go. <laughs> it's one of the mo- most fun things about you that <laughs> screw, I've ever learned. Screw all of you. Uh, and don't send me dog biscuits. Um, I only like one particular kind, like, just like the burritos. Like Purina. <laughs> no. 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 That's the kind with all the filler. That's he likes, no good. He likes the bully sticks. <laughs> bacon strips. Those are, bacon strips are pretty good. Those are, I mean, those are cocks. The, the aftertaste cocks. of a bacon strip is not delicious um but so my friends and i we got kind of in the mode of of drinking underage just like so many other people do and trying to get away with it and whatnot and some of my friends would get like fake ids when we were like 19 
anyway, we go out to the Ponderé area, and we're just having a summer at somebody's lake cabin, and we're drinking beers and stuff just on the beach. And then we find a bar, and this bar just decided they just served us. So we were like, fuck, I want every kind of drink I've ever heard of. We're getting sex on the beach and cowboy cocksuckers. And they're like, what are you fucking children? Yes, we yes, are. We are. <laughs> so I got, it plowed. Up. Yeah. <laughs> got pretty plowed. There was four of us and we're all like kind of the, the four best friends from high school kind of thing. And we're driving away and we see this children at play sign. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yes, we I are. That. Yes, it's like that's going, like, a buddy of mine are living together, and we're like, we need that in our house. We need that for sure. And so we they all start, did that. Did you do that? Did you ever steal a street sign and put it in your house? Uh, I feel like every yeah, young guy yeah, does that. Yeah. More yeah. construction signs. Yeah, okay. that yeah. counts. That counts. I mean, I, had, I, had, I actually had the whole barricade with a flashy light and a stop sign. <laughs> See, that's good. In my room. Good, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I stole street signs, too. But not street yeah. signs. Well, this one, I, this one, we yanked it out of the ground, the pole and all. And and I heard I heard somebody, and in, in, they're like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? So we all, we Ooh. grab the thing. We th- Yeah, exactly. We throw the sign in the backseat of the car. So there's two guys, like, it's like a seatbelt for them. And they actually ended up saving their lives. But it's sticking out the fucking window, and we're just... And so, and you guys have been to the Ponderay area where mm-hmm. it goes from dirt roads to, to concrete roads and then back again to dirt roads and shit. And that's what happened to me. I was driving on a concrete road and I'm trying to get away from this guy that must be chasing us. I, I don't think he was. And then I hit the dirt road and I slid into a ravine and I rolled my car. Whoa. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And I didn't roll it all the with way. The dudes in the back with the sign. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually protected them. It Did sounded you keep like. the sign? No, here's God, the, where is here, it, dude? This is, a clo- <laughs> this is my close call with with law enforcement, right? So, I roll my car. It's nighttime, and nighttime now. Uh, my buddy, who at the time, I mean, he's a skinny guy now, but he used to weigh like over three hundred pounds. He's sitting like so. The driver's side is is on the ground, and the passenger side is in the air. So, literally, we would have rolled a hundred times if it wasn't for us hitting a pole. And so we hit this pole, and that's where the, the thing is. My car is kind of dirty, so all of the things in my car kind of landed on all you know, the two of us closest uh. to the ground. Well, I got the two guys Why in the is back. Why sock so starchy? <laughs> well, I can tell I you, but you already know. I can't get it off know. my nose. <laughs> Stop. It smells like bleach, but it scratches. <laughs> I could break it in half and kill a guy with it. So the two guys in the back, very athletic. They're both like all-star people or whatever. They, they're out of the window, the passenger side window in a heartbeat. Uh, I am cut up pretty good because the glass broke, my window broke, and all that stuff. My friend, who's 300 plus pounds, takes his seatbelt off, lands on me, crushes my face, <laughs> and shit. And I love him. And he, he now knows. you're two faced from Batman. I, I am, basically, yeah. Harvey Dent. And he fucking dented me pretty good, that Harvey. But he, he, he freaked out like Ding a deer dogs. in the. And I don't blame him. We all freaked out. Yeah. Uh, but he, he was scared and so he used my face as a fucking ladder to get out of <laughs> there. Ah! Oh, I was I was like dude that's not I'm not a stare but it, whatever it didn't it was fine and then I finally get out and so we're thinking about this shit like uh, we're fucked because we're drunk and I mean I'm more fucked than any of them but they were all athletes and going to college and shit they're like we can't get in trouble for this and so one of our friends who we call him clark w griswold because he's always the guy with the plan he's always driving the family truckster he's like we're stopping here we're stopping here we're gonna look at the fucking rocks you're gonna like the rocks anyway so he's like i have a plan we're going to avoid the police and any help my car's laying on its side leaking gas fucking who knows if it blows up or some shit who knows but whatever and he's like we're gonna hide from him and so we do 
and for hours and we're on the news at this point too they're like they there's a car accident and they must all be hurt because they're was just it your wandering. car yeah it was my car you registered in your name <laughs> it's, of course it's my car yes nice yeah smart plan i'm never gonna be caught <laughs> but our plan wasn't to not be caught our plan was to not be drunk when they found us mm. so that when they when we blew that they'd be like well you probably were drunk but you're not here can't prove it and so we're thinking this is what we were thinking <laughs> i uh, just got home and i was you know rattled from the experience so i took yeah. a shot that's of all whiskey. i had to go home and then, yeah that's all but no so every time a car would come by and this is funny we were like holding hands there's four of us and so we had buddies we had we had high <laughs> buddies we, we were that's that's, that's, that's the best fun. friends that it's, anybody's <laughs> ever had except for we're in tears like <laughs> some of us were hallucinating we're like drunk. i think that's abe lincoln dude and it was very bad but here's what happened one time uh, a car went by it happened twice actually and I still have the scars we would jump into the bushes just and like idiots because we're still a little drunk I guess and <laughs> we'd jump kind of hard and this car was driving by as I jumped into the bushes and I'm hanging from a barbed wire fence by my skin and my pants <laughs> and it's fucking okay so there's a lot of this this happens were twice were you still drunk? No, not after oh, that. Damn. No, I was I was ready to go home. But so basically, there's a lot to this story. And, and we went out and we found a guy that his whole house was camouflage. So it was kind of strange, but he helped us and stuff. <laughs> we're like, well, this is the only guy in the area. Wow. But yeah. that was he, a 50 Fortunately, shot. it was probably Spokane up north. He's like anti-government. No, he was that Belgium. kind of guy. Absolutely yeah. was. But you lucked out. That, yeah. that yeah. 50% chance that could, you guys could have been <laughs> yeah. his we, dinner. Yeah, <laughs> it, it did feel like that. We're like, fuck. And the funny thing is, is we walk up to, we didn't want to tell him what happened either. I'm wearing clothes that are torn and I'm bloody and shit and I was like oh there we just got bear. lost three bears we just said we got lost and he's like no you didn't so then he went and we actually left and then he went and found us but regardless the thing was we hid from the police basically all night we got on the news and they were looking for us and shit but the police officer the next day I guess I didn't skirt the law because we went and faced the music because it was my car but I didn't go to jail and I had like 11 counts my friends had uh fake IDs which is like a minimum of seven years in jail and shit and they, they're like tell us about this and because I played in a band and because we had a conversation and because he could tell he's like I, I, I have not drank and drive since that moment I almost killed my three best friends at the time and uh, yeah was, he was like I'm not going to charge you with anything because and it wasn't because I played in a band it was just because he told the stories like my child was killed in a car accident so this is very very important to me that you never do this again or shit and did it so it wasn't a close call but it was a close call going to prison basically over all the fucking or jail at least for a long time well i mean if you if you're drunk and you injure a passenger or kill a passenger look at vehicular homicide yeah i mean yeah that's a big deal it was a big deal it was a big deal he was very it it changed my life like i said i never drank again and got behind the wheel of a car not in any kind of way like that still should have kept that street sign though i mean (laughs) no i don't know what happened to i'm sure they confiscated it at some point they're like that's not yours that was a literal mile marker in your life (laughs) (laughs) children at play sorry that was a long story but that was was great that was, my, story. <laughs> that was my close to the thing at least there were no dog biscuits in the end i'm happy about that yeah that's way better than my story <laughs> all right so. can i go next because i know jeff's is going to be good too. okay no, you, you go next <laughs> you guys are way bigger criminals than me. <laughs> i was just out drinking and trying to kill my friends you know that kind of shit i mean i had i had one kind of similar to that except we didn't wreck like it ended well but and i wasn't driving but i was underage we were really really wasted my dudes drove me home probably should have gone to the hospital I had alcohol poisoning for sure uh, you know? and, and uh, friends drove me home they were both completely wasted the cops showed up at this house party I was stashed in a back bedroom <laughs> somebody's hand over my mouth and nose like shut up dude you're gonna <laughs> stash the shade and so, stash them they'll so, steal them but uh, 
I'm going to tell a lighter story than that one. That was 100% on me. I was um, 16 or 17. And uh, I grew up in a really, really small town in the mountains in Canada. And my favorite pastime after dark was going and climbing up on the roofs of anything I could get on the roof of in this town. Uh, businesses mostly. It was but parkour before I was parkour. Say, was Assassin's Creed. Hardcore. That was exactly why I did it. Hit you hard. Yeah, yeah. It was video Dude, don't say that. Don't say that in front of Jeff because he's going to hit you some with video it. games, man. <laughs> Assassin's Creed's a cool one to fucking think is cool. So go on now. So come on now, Jeff. I like the way he dresses. It looks cool. It does look cool. It's got yeah. style. Yeah. Um. So. I my favorite one to climb up on top of was the fire hall. Quit playing with that awesome pin. Right I, mean, I want to play here. You take All it. Right, now, take, take it away from me. We'll have to explain it later. Though. Yep. I uh, I climbed up on top of the fire hall and it was right next to the. Do it on the microphone. <laughs> 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 this fucking pin. All right. Um. <laughs> climbed up on top of the fire hall, two story building next to the RCMP hall, which for people who aren't familiar with Canada, that's the cops. Right. right. And they're, Royal Canadian they're, Mounted Police. Yep, right beside each other, separated by an alleyway, and the cops would park their cruisers in that alleyway often. And it uh, wasn't a big deal, small town. So I'm up there, had been drinking, I'm up there with two of my buddies, and uh, I'm up on the corner of the roof, and I look down, and there's a cruiser right down there, and I had just been talking about how I really had to take a piss. And one of my buddies is like, dude, I dare you to piss on that cop car. And, and my other buddy's like, he won't do it. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> That's all it took. So, That's so, I, all it so took. I, I dropped the fly and I started letting the stream like right onto the windshield like a little fucking asshole. <laughs> And I'm I'm midstream, and the door of this cruiser opens. Oh god! <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> pinched Parker. it off. It stung real bad somewhere deep in my guts. Right. You know, and I was like, oh. I was like, dude, there's a cop, there's a cop. <laughs> so I'm like trying not to zip my sausage in my zipper, and we're running. We bail off the other building. We can hear this cop. He goes, hey, you little shit. <laughs> So I, we bail off the other side of the building, run into the woods. We, I mean, it's woods are everywhere around this town. It's a really tiny town, you know. So we just book it into the woods, and we can hear this officer chasing us. You see his flashlight. He's coming into the edge of the woods, and I'm like, just keep going. I know where we're going. And they're like, no, you don't. I'm like, do you want to fucking die? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he will shoot us. He's gonna he definitely wouldn't have shot us. No. But, but my dad was a Baptist preacher in that town, so no way was I going to be taken to my dad's tainting house. His, yeah. <laughs> his like, this, guy, this kid was climbing. On the roof of the fire hall, and he pissed on my car while I was in it. I would never, that would have been my re reputation in that town forever yeah. to this day. And now it's going to be. You're you welcome. Probably, <laughs> got, you probably would have got laid a lot younger. Maybe. That's yeah. possible. Nah, that you might were, also you be were possible. a rebel without yeah. a cause. But I don't know, though. My dad probably would have put me in the basement and been like, You're only coming out to go to school and, and read the Bible, and then you're going back in the basement. <laughs> true. So I may never have been laid ever. You guys never would have met me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'd so still be in that fucking basement in British Columbia. <laughs> thank goodness you peed on that cop car that day, and it worked out the way it did. Nah, my dad, he would have been like not thrilled but also kind of Probably thought laughed. it was funny yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean it's hard you're like you're like what the hell were you doing <laughs> what, what possessed you to do that we never got caught he wasn't super committed you know it was like <laughs> wash your car it's not like yeah. you threw rocks at him or something yeah but i i feel bad I probably know. It was probably my friend Nicholas' dad, too. I, I mean, a small town. Yeah, There's yeah. only like three officers oh, in no. town. So it's Fuck. Like, every time I was over at her house hanging out with her brother, I was like... I wonder if he's ever told that yeah. story. He's like, I was just hanging out and all of a sudden it started raining piss on me. It was only raining on me. I never saw the kids that did it, but I'll find them one day. Those little fuckers. All right, Jeff. I think this question was directed towards you. Yeah, so honestly, most of my life, I dealt with the police... A lot as a, as a teenager doing shit I wasn't supposed to do, but I was a charming motherfucker. I could talk my way out of 
basically anything. Right. However, when did you lose that? <laughs> there was a time when I was there was a time when I was fifteen before we knew him. That's for sure. That I uh, unknowingly, when I think back about it, I should have known. But at the time, it seemed reasonable, and I committed a first degree burglary, which was I stole guns out of a house. Oh damn! Yeah. So I had a couple buddies uh, who lived up the road, and we <laughs> and uh, we were always getting drunk every day because you know that's what we did well we were gonna get drunk and he's so one of my friends his name is joe and he tells me hey this family is out of town and I, they left me in charge of their house for the week i'm gonna mow their yard and everything and they said that we can have access into their bar and me knowing the family a little bit didn't seem too necessarily unreasonable the fact that they would pick Joey to do it because he was kind of a shithead yeah. surprised me, but he was the closest teen and they wanted their yard mowed. So I'm like, okay, maybe reasonable. So me and Joey and a couple other guys go into the house and we go into the bar. We start drinking. Drinking. How old are you again? 17? I was 15. 15. So there's guns in the bar. Joey's like, oh, yeah, they said we could take them out shooting as long as we brought them back. This is a good algorithm that you're running here. This yeah. is a good equation. So we took the guns. Kids, guns, alcohol. Went, yeah, yeah. <laughs> took a bunch of alcohol, took the guns, went out shooting, had a great day. And then uh, that was just it. I, I assumed Joey was going to put him back and uh, everything was going to be cool and you know, maybe we probably get in trouble for drinking too much of the alcohol, but I, I was good with that. Yeah. Fucking Joe. Well, it was many, many months so many later. Like all of a sudden, there's police officers at my house, and they want to talk to me. And I I was like, what the? I, I had no idea like, why. Well, you're not sure, supposed to drink. Up, you're not supposed to drink <laughs> yeah. and shoot guns when you're a kid. Well, I, but I, hadn't, I had forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot that I had broken a lot of laws. Well, then, anyway, they kind of, <laughs> they're, they're in the family room. I got, like, my whole family there. I got sisters there. Oh, shit mom stepdad just and they start kind of asking questions and i i don't know what the fuck they're talking i don't know what they're they're trying to get to well apparently i was being a smart ass but i really didn't know what they were talking about next thing i know i'm handcuffed and they're reading me my rights (laughs) oh and i'm like i could just feel the blood leave my face because that's i still didn't know what they were talking about your blood then, went into your dad's face. Yeah. <laughs> and then they uh, then they started asking me about the house and about the guns, and I'm like, oh no! Like I was there. I went in the house. It was Joey. I had the <laughs> guns. Well, here's the thing: they're walking me out to the car, put me in the back of the car. Who comes by? Joey, riding his <laughs> bike. It was no, him. And he stops and talks to the police, and they they're like, oh, we were just coming to look for you. And, oh. and he and he, hey, Joey I, was a real sharp guy. Joey, I'll tell you what, Joey was a stand-up guy. Oh, because Joey gonna turn out with a positive ending. Yeah, Joey flat out told the police, he's like, he was new in town, he didn't know. I knew where they hid the key. It was all I told him this. I told him uh. this, and uh, he's like, I just they got back sooner than I thought, and I was never able to return the guns that are at my house. And him and another guy that was involved also knew, and they. Joe, he went to juvie, and the other guy was 18. He went to prison. Jeez. Whoa. Yeah. And they didn't pin it on, they could have pinned it on you right there. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. You ever keep so, in touch with that guy? No. Man. No. Hmm. Honor no. among thieves. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like, he sounds like a good guy, except for the part where he stole the guns and. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, but <laughs> he owned it. Criminal shit and knew about it. He owned it yeah. and saved my ass. Um, yeah. You know. I mean, huh. because in all in all life. reality, I, yeah, I was there. I didn't I didn't know I was committing a crime, but honestly, I probably should have figured it out. Yeah, 
you know. What would have happened to you? You would have gone to juvie? I'd have been a convicted felon, probably yeah. would have done some time in juvie back then. I mean, tough kids to... used to go to jail back then. Right. You know, uh, and like first degree burglary, that's, that's, that's a pretty big felony. I would have not had the life or the career I would have had. Yeah. Yeah. And I got it. <laughs> Damn. So he saved your, well, he saved your trajectory for now. If you like your life now, he made it so that yeah, it would be possible. Yeah. yeah, it worked out. Yeah. And so that's so, awesome. So hats off to him, really, for being stand up. So and there's another good ass. Joey in the world. Yeah. So oh, all, all cops really are criminals, is what I'm choosing. <laughs> in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was. Reform yeah, criminal. I definitely just changed teams at one point. You know? <laughs> yeah, we'll have to definitely delve into that more. And yeah. More, for sure. Yeah. I got to talk about this pen. <laughs> so we're talking about a pen. Shaden brought this to our lives, and we're all kind of infatuated by it. We've all touched it and played with it. It it makes this noise when you move it, and it goes from smooth to rigid. Oh God, it's very nice. And it's a twelve dollar pen. I think it's probably the Something, most valuable yeah. pen. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. It's yeah. called a Crush Metric. Crush Metric. Go, go look it up. Oh, oh it's just, just find a little video of it. You'll it's understand why we're so infatuated. Yeah, it's very it. nice. And then he puts it. He put it next to me, and he's like, "Yeah, try and avoid it. Try not to touch it. <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah. place this temptation right here. <laughs> see if you can resist it." I'm right. telling you though, this is the future for sex toys as well. You're right. <laughs> it's like it can be ribbed for her pleasure, absolutely, or not, yeah. or not. Or not. So yeah, it can, yeah. depending on what you prefer. All right, our last big topic to talk about today is plugged into the world too much. Are we plugged in too much? And this, in Shaden, you brought this to yeah. us, so you lead us in where we're going. Where are we going? So it's not. I guess it sounds like a technology thing, but it's not. It kind of is, but it, that's not really what I was driving at. I'm. I'm. So I feel like we've all heard. At some point, all right, before I dive into this, because I'm speaking at length here. Right. I've been listening to all of our podcasts when I go through to edit them and QA them. Mm -hmm. And I say the word like excessively. <laughs> and I need all of you to start making fun of me for it so that I can stop this behavior. Like shit, for sure. Like, I'm super, like, oh I'm super hyper aware of it now after listening to all these hours of so you're us a valley, talking. you're a valley boy so That's i'm okay. i yeah and i want to not be like, <laughs> i want to be reformed so like let's just not do that anymore <laughs> like scoob like, like oh, my god. oh my god so anyway. i do um a lot so but i try yeah. and edit them out um is i'm um, an edit machine um so. is a little e it's less obtrusive like it's close to oh, um, see, I just did it. Like, I for sure you did. did I never noticed, and I've edited <laughs> these as to. well. Yeah, fucking, okay. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> well, like, let's do... So, like, like, what I was like saying, anyway, like, you know, when you're like... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> now everyone's going to be like... See, now I just How do I it. speak without it? <laughs> I don't How know. Do I, I don't know where I am. What are we talking about? Like we'll sit you with a thesaurus. Yeah. To know. We could do a special episode where I get hooked up to some sort sort of electrode that hits me like it appears to be like there is to be it seems like I, it, ah, <laughs> that one doesn't work it's close it to <laughs> it's a future drinking game yeah, yeah. <laughs> it appears to be all right anyway a little bit of levity before this serious topic oh, God. Talk about. so what i meant by being plugged in i feel that we've all had somebody in a older generation say something to the effect of you know, it's you know everybody's so anxious and and stressed out because everybody's got their nose in everybody's business. Mm. Like when I was a kid, you didn't know what was going on in Pakistan or Syria or Russia because, or your neighbor's political because beliefs, there was yeah. no way for you to know until much much later. You know, mm. so so we just didn't think about it, and life was better. And I feel like there is some. Was it the, that? There was no Xbox. I, I think, know. well, yeah. You didn't have PlayStation, <laughs> Grandpa. I know. <laughs> but 
I feel like there is some truth to that, you know, like keeping, keeping, just paying it, keeping your head in your own little ecosystem primarily, I think is much better for your mental health, arguably. It has to be. But I also have a personal philosophy that all information is worth having, mm. good, bad, or indifferent. If you can get your hands on information, I think it's worth having it. And it comes at a cost. You know, you, you, there's things that once you know them, you can't unknow them. You know, and you have to live with that shit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, and it can take a toll on you. But I kind of wonder, what's what's the better option? Is it some blend of the two? Like, what do you guys feel like as far as the merits or otherwise of that? Well, I think that um, when it comes to information globally, mm-hmm. I, I actually can see that as a positive. Whether it's good or bad information, I think I think globally it keeps us in check with what's going on which is you know turning a lot of people to hate the government etc that's good but i think that (laughs) that's very good (laughs) but i think socially you know we're talking you know neighbors and friends because everybody decides to put all their information all their bullshit on social media people feel compelled to get involved or have a say in what's going on in your life and i think that's where the problem i think that's where the real strife comes in on a personal level does that make sense? I think so. So kind of what you're driving at, at this is something that occurred to me too, and it seems, sounds like what you're saying is it's not necessarily a bad thing to be aware of it, but when you feel the need to insert yourself into all of it, like you have to be a part of all of it, then it can become a problem. And, and, and overwhelming. And, and as mm-hmm. if you're a part like of that. too many... <laughs> That's too hard. Fucking that pen, goddamn you guys! (laughs) Like, what is it? Oh god, it's a pen. All right, but it's going right here. My train just went off the fucking track. Goddamn! Sorry, sorry. At least it wasn't a dick joke. It was my fault. Um, Circle back when you're. It's a problem when you're inserting yourself into it. When you insert yourself into more and more things, then it you have a lot less time to concentrate on the things that you that really should matter in your life right. mm-hmm. that that's why sometimes the, the, the whole phrase ignorance is bliss can't be <coughs> excuse me well i die it is ignorance, it is bliss <laughs> it is ignorance is bliss I, I uh, and, and, and it can allow you to concentrate on things that are important to you and the more information that you get it can distract you but it doesn't necessarily have to be negative yeah but like you said we, if, if you feel like you have to interject yourself into all of it or people feel they have to interject themselves into your life um almost on a, on a social acceptance level like if i don't say anything then it's a problem uh i think that's where that's where it creates issues and, and burns people out and then their life becomes miserable yeah yeah i also think the chemicals that we get from this like we are still cavemen and we are still set up to be like what's that noise is it a tiger you know and the chemicals to get us away from a tiger are high level adrenaline and that kind of shit and so now we're just plugged into the internet and i think we're using the same kind of chemicals like that tigers you know this you're talking about stress yeah it's like i think we have Replace tigers and, and all that shit with that guy said something fucking I don't agree with and then the same kind of chemicals that were useful when we were cavemen and would get us out of harm's way we're using to like dox them destroy their life have that you know I don't know sure I, well I, I guess I kind of understand where you come from That I mean that kind of goes back to your your basic instincts right yeah. bite fly feed fuck or, or freeze right. those are never going to go away <laughs> more F's than I remember yeah, <laughs> he added I, a couple he's added I, two I, I added one the, the freeze <laughs> Wait, you ever see a deer with really? it I thought it was going to be fuck <laughs> no fuck no fuck that's a that's, I can't 
imagine Monkeys, that one. that's a common response to stress. Right? <laughs> well, if you're going that's down you in an airplane. So much, right? yeah. When you're going down an airplane, you're whooping yeah. your you dick You said out. you wouldn't tell everybody. Stress or boredom. Nevertheless. This is a roommate secret. Um. Yeah, as, as life gets more technology in it, it's not erasing those behaviors nope. within ourselves. So that would make sense. Okay, yeah, we don't we don't live a life where we have all these dangers that exist anymore, but you're you're still gonna have the, the chemical reactions to other things. You'll find other things to be afraid of, other things yeah. to be offended by. I'm other offended things. by the ending of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Fuck other you things. I really that am you though. Fuck that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't a great end. Yeah, so that that actually makes sense to me. What? Yeah, it makes sense to me. Uh, I don't know. Being plugged in too much, I like information, just like you guys both said. It's like, I want it all. I would have gone to the library to find it anyway. Constantly absorbing information. Whatever I can get my hands on. I have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel that I have to. I wonder about, like, you know, when I talk to my, I have a, a really good teacher friend, and he's paying attention to, you know, we remember when we were kids, and we've talked to our grandparents and all that stuff. It does seem like, Say Snapchat, for example, it has a snap score mm-hmm. and it is a way to alienate the fuck out of people. If you don't have a high, it's that social score that we were kind of talking about. I thought snap score ago. was just how much you've used it. I think it is part of it, but they use it as a, according to him and I have no idea. You but, reach different levels in it and yeah. stuff like that, I guess. I don't, I've never seen I think Discord kind of does Snapchat that. Snapchat since it? I was like, it was a beta thing. Right. You know, I was, I was an early adopter of the Snapchat. <laughs> right. Take from that what you will. But it's really, people are like, oh, he's using it for dick pics and yeah. boobs all yeah. the time. And really, it's just like me and my friends said, like, look at how big my shit was today. You know, it's just like, I don't healthy? want my friends to keep this for blackmail, but I want to show them. You know, <laughs> Check out a poop. The or, or dick pics and boobs. But I've never <laughs> seen any, like, I, I guess... Maybe I just don't use it enough or in the same way as other people do, but my snap score, like, I've, I've glanced at it and gone, huh, that's a lot. It must be because I've used it a, a, for a lot of years, but, like, I've never had, like, my snap score go down and it affect me some way. Like, compared to what it, about, yeah. like, on Discord? Uh, it, like, you type a little bit or you send some messages and it pops up and says you're on a new level. I mean, oh, isn't that kind of the same thing? I don't know what kinda, that means. That's, a, that's just a bot. That's just a bot that's just, uh, it's kind of like just so you can flex on other people. It doesn't gain you anything except I, for being like, look, I'm level eight because I've look, spent more time I here. I spend yeah. more time yeah. on this goddamn thing than anybody. <laughs> that's yeah. right out. There's, there's somebody on our Discord now that's like, fuck you, I'm level 12. I am level 12. for me. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Hey, man, there's, there's worse ways to spend your time, that's for sure. Yeah, please don't leave our Discord. <laughs> <laughs> it's been yeah, growing so light, so lovely. <laughs> Uh, discard Duke Slayer, uh, Chris. Yeah. You, you keep him in there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, are we plugged in too much? I don't know. Well, so let yes. me let me pose another yes. related yes, question. Do you is there if you could go back to a point in your life where you knew less about the world, would mm. you? Shit, that's a good question. That is a good question. No, no, I wouldn't either. No. And and that goes with all, (laughs) and that that, that doesn't necessarily have to be outside source information. That that could just be I I, I've lived my life and I've had successes and failures and and uh, uh, I've learned something from all of them and I wouldn't take any of that back too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. same. But when you like when you start talking about plugged in and kids and things like that, I mean now you're getting a whole different realm where it's so common today, and I understand why for people with children to 
plug them in yeah. literally to a computer, to a screen, to a game, to yeah, a yeah. watching movies in the back of the car, to a constant entertainment for the children. Really, because their goddamn lives are so busy, they have these kids and they don't have fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, um, well, and be bored, man. Being bored was good for me when I was younger. Same, <laughs> same. Yeah, I'm yeah. never bored now because I learned how to. It's, do so that. to that aspect, right it is. It, I think it's very negative uh, on the literal being plugged in portion yeah. of it. You know, and and is there too much information for children? I mean, there's a lot. You know. What, yeah, what do you want to? It depends on the all I things do. in moderation, man. You got to really curate it depends on that experience the adult, and you got to make sure that it's not like you're, you know, <laughs> if the internet is raising your kid instead of you raising your kid. Listen to me. What the fuck do I know about raising kids? I don't have any. I mean, you know, just as an outside observer, here, it's like, it's okay. it, and as somebody who was a kid who was raised, I, I <laughs> you live here. It's okay to have an opinion. On I stuff. feel I just said like like eighteen times, and you guys didn't even hit me. I, I, just <laughs> I felt it. I felt it come out. It of my sounds face. so eloquent when you say it. I don't know. It's not so bad. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I think that I think all things in moderation was kind of where I sit on on. All of this, really, you know, like every single thing right. that we and the parent about, yeah. does get to and decide. It makes sense. I think that's the the basis of the show. Yeah, the parent does get to decide what it, what is what moderation is, and I and I may not agree with it, but you know, I'm I'm like I've been asked to leave meals because I've been too honest with people's kids when they ask me <laughs> questions about work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I've been that guy. So yeah. it's I not it, just computers. I, the filter I, isn't I special for kitchens. I've definitely gotten into hot water with some people over, not even just talking to their kids, but just talking to like they're, you know, at a social function and I say something and they're like, dude, why don't you fuck off? Like, okay, I guess Sorry I will. You know? <laughs> my bad. Put my foot in my mouth. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we're plugged in too much. I guess it sounds like we kind of think so. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. Like, I yes and, and no. I think you just got to be careful. Be mindful of the effect that it's having on you, I yeah. guess, is where I sit with it, you know? It does feel like we're, we're experimenting on our kids with these things. But I guess that's how, how it's yeah. always been with right. technology. It's oh, like, I'm okay, a, you're the first generation that gets to drive a car at 16. Have fun. Let's see how this I'm works. I'm experimenting with myself on, on, on this kind of stuff, like absorbing. I was, no I shit. mean, you. I feel like you met me right when I was at the tail end of my, spent most of my life completely like putting up a wall against like world issues and politics and economics. I was like, that's all just a big pageant of bullshit meant to distract me from the yeah. things that really matter. And to an extent, it after is. having thrown myself into it headfirst for years since then, I kind of still feel that way a lot of the time. <laughs> Doesn't but, enhance but, your but life But there's that much. no going back, and I'd still rather know than not know. Same. And at least now when we... When I, can, I, I don't feel that I could sit at the table with you guys in this fashion and talk about stuff like politics and economics and, you know, socioeconomic stuff if I hadn't taken the time to throw myself into it the way that I did. And now, now I actually know a little bit of what the fuck I'm talking about. And I'm still learning. I'm not an expert by any means. But I think it's better to know. Personally, I think it's better to know than to not know. Yeah. You don't have to be an expert, but just... Just if you if it if it, if it affects you in any way, just go learn about it. Mm -hmm. well, Figure and it out. Another positive. I, I mean, we all three are people that tend to like as much as we joke around. We like to have nuanced conversation about almost anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you don't get exposed or get the education, then you just don't have the ability to have a nuanced conversation. I know people in life like that. I, mm -hmm. They ask me a question. I start giving them an answer and they, they're like, whoa, I just I don't want to that. yes or no. I, yeah. I, I'm not even smart enough to know what the answer was for the question I asked you. Yeah. I, I mean, that's not saying they're stupid, but they just, they, they, they don't want, like that they don't want to know that much information. <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like here I am. Think we're going to have this big conversation about a subject. Like, oh, my you just favorite treat. Ask a Let's... question and be polite. I'm I like, think, oh, well, yeah. I'm just going to. 
leave, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Go talk to myself. Well, it's funny that you bring that up because I think that's a great thing to do in in a conversation for a number of reasons is to ask a question that you are seriously looking for an answer. Like, it's not like a, a gotcha thing or, you know, trying to steer the conversation in the way that you trying want to it, educate but just yourself. Go, is I want to, yeah. Like yeah. I want to like, maybe, you know, something about this that I don't, and I would like for you to tell me. And if I hear it and I think it's hogwash, I'll, I'll say that, you know, but, right. but you'll never like, that's the best way to expand yourself. And it's also the best way. If you find yourself in a conversation where you're disagreeing or you feel like you're at cross purposes with somebody, Rather than being confrontational, ask them a question about their their side of things yeah. that you don't really know, and just listen to them. Let them steal man. Because then, because then they you. they feel like they're not being attacked, and they feel like they get to educate you, mm-hmm. which makes them want to kick your ass less for a minute. And it gives you Shane's a, playing the long you, game. Gives here. you a chance to reshuffle your deck, and then yeah. come and slay them later. <laughs> I will find your weaknesses. Uh, this debate will return again. All right. Well, we're plugged in too much. It sounds like, but maybe not. Yeah. The information is valuable, but perhaps our chitrins are all getting fucked up. Who knows? All right. We got three little things left. First, fuck this, and it's flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> fuck flip flops, bro. I just fucking hate flip. That's not true. I love flip flops. But I hate them. So it's a it's a love hate relationship. Okay. Um, they stink for me. Like, yeah, they I, smell really yeah. bad. I have big feet. As and it I can't is. convince my wife that it's not. It's like it's these fucking things. It's not my feet. It is my feet doing the thing. But it's because of this yeah. kind of fucking chemical. Because my I don't do that with this socks. This is the I same do. guy that breaks guitar strings with his sweat. That's so true. That's we'll fair enough. I'm a bit caustic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got. But I'm not the only guy. I've got flat feet. I'm supposed to wear arch supports. I don't want to wear shoes in the summertime, so I got to wear. So it's a choice. I wear flip. You are fucking. But I don't like the one that goes in between the toe. But then I got the one that goes around the foot. I got two different styles, and it wraps around the foot. But then those are kind of a pain. Kind of fall off. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just they make you feel like you can run, but you cannot run. You cannot run. No. Yeah. And then so I wake up in the morning now. My feet hurt because it's stress on my tendons. Okay. They need to make, and they probably do. But they're probably some hippie shit that I don't want to wear. They got to look cool too. <laughs> it's just made of granola yeah, and patchouli. Yeah. <laughs> you can set it on fire. Well, and it smells like, like a bonfire. I've never had a steady job in their life. <laughs> but look good. I mean, I guess, you know, I don't want to go run a marathon. You know, I, they, they don't need to be Jesus joggers. Right. I just want a good flip flop that I can like, you know, walk to the store in without it. You know, ripping the the little toe hanger thing yeah. off in between your toes, or <laughs> I'll say and, fuck, I'll say yeah. fuck this thing too. I'm with you on that. I, yeah. I always have to get the big ass ones, and they don't put the extra time in for the big ones. I don't know why, and it's just like ah, fuck. I've had to buy like five pairs. So yeah, you really chose your audience well for this one, Getch, because you're talking to two guys that wear boots in the summertime. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm wearing boots <laughs> right now. Like I'm not. I don't give a shit about. The I have always fucking hated flip flops. I don't like them. Even when I was a kid, I was like, no, because I number one, I don't like feet. I have a serious aversion to feet, my own included. I think my feet are horrifying to look at. <laughs> the more time they can spend out of my vision, the, the opposite foot fetish. You know, He's got an I like foot being fetish. barefoot. I like the feeling of being barefoot. Mm. So I tolerate my feet yeah, then. Fuck that too. I don't. What? Like that. I really? love being barefoot, man. But I, uh, but I don't like looking at my feet. Oh, so. I am barefoot right now. And I don't like other people looking oh. at my feet either. Don't look at. Don't look, look at under my the feet. table. Don't look under the table. <laughs> Jeff's feet are out. <laughs> what about aqua socks? Yeah, Jeff brought flip flops. Those wearing them today. Fucking things. Well, I, there's aqua socks, which is what Nike came out with originally. Right. And then there was the ones, the toe shoes, yeah. which I. Those are a bitch to put on. But they're worth. Wearing. But I like them. In fact, I well, I try. I started when I was running marathons. I was wearing those for a while. Really. 
yeah, that was a really bad That's idea. That's got to hurt but your I, feet, yeah. But I believed I was I was trying to buy into the whole caveman thing, toughen up your feet, because I have really sissy feet. And okay. what I found out is if you step <laughs> on glass in those, the glass will go through your shoe oh, and stick in your foot. Yeah. yeah so, I don't know but that they I've were, met a foot tough enough to not get stabbed by glass. Yeah. yeah but I mean, they're good They're yet. good for like walking in the rivers and stuff, but now they stink so bad mm-hmm. that Ooh. I actually had to buy a, a new pair of just slip-on aqua shoes for the trip which were also too thin and i I just need to toughen up my feet you just gave me a light bulb moment man that might be part of why i don't like flip-flops i was wearing some over the foot style you know no toe hook but just Mm -hmm. over the top of your foot style flip-flops when i was a kid walking on a little pile of lumber at my buddy's house which is really smart Mm -hmm. and uh and i stepped wrong and put a nail through the flip-flop and about two-thirds of the way through my foot right in the center of my foot and um I went to pull my foot off, and it was stuck because the strap on the flip-flop was, like, holding my foot there on this nail. And so I'm just struggling, like, Ouch. <laughs> I had to get a tennis shot. Yeah. My friend's dad carried me all through the neighborhood to my house. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I did the same. I threw both my feet, jumped out of the back of a truck <gasps> onto – it was uh, a board that had nails oh, sticking yeah, up, and I yep. went right through both my feet. Oh. I was, like, 10. Oh, I was helping some. I friends. stepped on a nail too. That's just stuff. a terrible feeling. Yeah. I didn't get a tetanus so bad. Shot, so many nerves in the bottom. Yeah, of Yeah, it is man. not a place uh, that wants to be. I had. So I felt many it in the top of my head. You got a bunch of tetanus. I've shots? had so many tetanus shots. The last <laughs> and the last tetanus. Like I got one on I the had, way here just for good measure. <laughs> so, after I almost died from my from my uh, infection in my leg. Uh, I go back to work. Well, that's less funny. Is it well, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And I got attacked by a cat at work, which is a whole funny story that's I'll right. yeah, tell yeah. sometime. Fluffy the ninja killer attacked me. Just that bit is a good their story. We all thought it me. was the dogs. No, so I cat. went to the hospital <laughs> and I'm like, do I need a tetanus shot? And they look up and they're like, you've had 10 tetanus shots in nine years. <laughs> You're probably atomic <laughs> you, by now. You were literally <laughs> completely. Because I get power. stitches I'm every year. Man. <laughs> You're immune to all the things. <laughs> Don't worry. Tetanus man will save you. Actually, when, when people need tetanus shots, we just want you to come in and bleed a little for yeah. us and we'll let them have your blood. <laughs> and by the way, it was right before Christmas. It got infected. Oh. Then I had another infection because... The last antibiotics that I had killed all my immunity, basically. Right. So I had to be on more antibiotics. <laughs> That's no fun. Yeah. He looks that, like Superman. You, your, Superman. your experience with your toenail, that whole thing, that you just tough. reminded me of. that. that uh, you're a, par- a piece of my anxiety for the rest of my life. Like because my toe go through that. Yeah, I'm like that's I'm a, scared, that just man. that just happened. Yeah, that just like that's that's one of those things where it's like we that's a design flaw, dude. Yeah, oh god, that's that. It's like hello, just, god, like, get an back pain, toenail, tooth pain because of n- really nothing and die from it. Yes, like, what? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> well, I shattered it on a. I I, I kicked a. This is the bike thing, wasn't it? A shelf. It? No, I kicked oh, it. No, the bike, that was a whole other deal. That was just last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to have a whole special episode of, of Jeff's yeah, injuries. Talk about my injuries. <laughs> it happens every That's season two, months. just the whole season. <laughs> no, I had uh, accidentally kicked a cabinet in a kitchen, and it shattered the toe. Uh, and then the doctor worked on it and didn't get it all out, and then he did it again. And then, but then it no. was just, it uh, was too far gone. That's yeah, why I choose to die at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can let a doctor my own, fuck up it. my toe. But I remember, I I remember uh, convincing the doctor. They admitted me to the hospital. 
but they weren't going to put it in pick line for like two days. I'm like, well, then why do I need to be here? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you promise you're going to go? I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to die, so I'd like to go. <laughs> I'll do the thing. I remember. But I'm like, I, I'm right like, now. I'm supposed to go. It was a Scorpions concert. I'm like, I need to go to the Scorpions concert. No He's like, well, promise you. me, <laughs> promise me that you're not going to be, you know, <laughs> up and dancing around. I'm like, have you seen my foot? No, yeah. I'm going to be sitting in my chair, mm-hmm. but away I have from to go people. to the show. Yeah. <laughs> so he he let me out to go to the concert. <laughs> well. Fucking a, dude. All anyway, right, that was a whole. So fuck I don't know how we got because from we flip flops to that because it's just right. because they don't protect your toes and that's your responsibility. That is flip flops shouldn't exist. They shouldn't. So fuck them. <laughs> fuck flip flops. God, I keep buying them. I but, keep yeah. trying new styles. I think it's funny that well, you brought just, it up and like you're the guy. And I've got you're the only dude here in flip flops. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen these things? They're like my feet have like rubbed right through them. Yeah, I feel like you had like a they've pair. Been around for a while. The same pair you had when I lived with you. Uh, I bought these at Walmart like four years them. ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like ten bucks. Because I feel like you had that same pair of flip flops. I, I keep you only buy the same, same ones. Like That's pair. what I do too. Where I'm like, is this a shitty pair? That's the, the only pair? pair that Walmart carries that fits my foot. <laughs> but I actually, I, uh, I did the mail, the mail order thing, and uh, didn't get a bride. I got a uh, flip flops. Flip flops. Different flip flops. What size are you? More satisfactory. Catch. Between thirteen and fourteen. Yeah. What are you, Zach? He was like seventeen. Right? 16, yeah. 16, yeah, yeah. So we all have that big foot problem, man. You, yeah. you guys remember Heelys? Oh, yeah. Couldn't where have you, those. Where you had, like, the wheel and the heel of the shoe. Yeah, no, they like had to put a car toe. tire in mine. I used to watch kids with those, and I'd be like, damn, that looks fun. I want to try it. They didn't make it no. anywhere near the size no. of my feet, man. I've had out like, since you. I was a child. If, if, you, if you have the size foot and you are a child, fuck your life. You got to understand. I came out of the womb and my head and shoulders cleared and my mom was like, we're good to go. And then my feet came. They were bigger than both. <laughs> like, what the hell? This kid's a, got flippers or something. What the hell, flipper? Well, I got to say that when those wheelie shoes came out, I, I was old enough. I had to start worrying about breaking a hip already. So I never, <laughs> right. I never actually tried them. This is not worth yeah. it for me, however much fun all right we got two things left advice i give myself this one is on a jeffy and this is the don't be afraid to fail kind of thing yeah i mean that's really just it don't be afraid to fail in life i mean this last weekend was a perfect example i was that kid yeah well, him. Oh, and, and, my, and you. Well, yeah. You didn't die because no, you, you didn't dude, quit. The he, he, well, watching him. The, cere- I mean, the cereal thing really was, was pretty good. The cereal thing was a funny story, but watching him fish, I mean, you know, it was great. He just didn't give up. He kept failing over and over, finally get it right. And, of course, to have him catch the fish and get the reward in was fantastic. But understand, yeah. even when you do it right, you're not always going to get the reward. But failing, people think that if they fail at something that they have to quit or restart. Failing is just, it's a landmark. Go tell failure. Okay, I made it. Th- I mean, just to make it simple, lifting weights is the easiest thing. So, you know, you want to say you want to get 225 on the bench and, you know, you you don't get it, but you can do a little bit less. You know where your mark is. Your failure is just your next mark. It's like, okay, that's my best today. Mm-hmm. What's my best tomorrow going to be? And just keep pushing forward. You know, when I was rafting, in my mind, initially, I was, I kept, I'm like, God, I'm failing because I'm not hitting the water where everybody else is. I'm not reading the river right, so I'm causing myself more problems. But then I realized, no, I'm not failing. I'm, learning I'm making mistakes next time, along like along the course. But what I'm doing is I'm learning how to win when there's now I've got adversity. I put myself in a bad position. I'm learning how to win. Mm-hmm. So I was coming out of those by making mistakes. I was coming out better on the other end. Mm-hmm. Because I was learning how, if I just do it right all the time, well, then you can't get through life without adversity and, and think that, you, that you've that you learned something. What's a better teacher than failure? 
Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. That's yeah. why the people I surround myself with are people that have gotten over major adversities. <laughs> You're hanging out with a dude that fails pretty much with everything. <laughs> I've, I've failed at all the businesses I've tried. Right. All the and I set myself up Learn to fail shit. intentionally a lot of times or come up with ridiculous goals. And I'm not saying that you need to be like me, but the principle of life in general is allow yourself to fail, but that doesn't mean quit. It's a marker. You understand where you're at, and then then you get to look past that to figure out where you want to get mm-hmm. and be excited about that. I'm at this obstacle, and I can't wait to destroy it. Unless you're a video game kid where you're like, fuck this game. It doesn't mean that it's not frustrating. That made this game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was frustrated at times with myself, too. I was like, oh, God, I just can't get there. But, oh, yeah. But when in the totality of the circumstances, no, I learned a whole lot. And that just applies in everything in life that you do. Everything mm-hmm. in life that you do. When, you, when you're in the middle of failing, it's so hard to, to capture uh, the, the emotions, to, fit, to think about it like, I'm about to learn something. I'm having a, this is a good experience. It's like, I wonder if there's a tip for someone to, to be like, okay, remember that in the midst of the shit, like this is probably one of the more valuable things in your life. Could right. be. And one of the things I've done myself is journal through that, you know, if it's a long drawn out situation, yeah. um, but even it just in the moment, you, if you can recognize that no matter what happens, you're going to learn from it, mm-hmm. something from it, whether it's going to have a negative effect or a positive effect on you is up to you. Mm-hmm. Something negative may come from whatever happened, but you can turn it into a positive effect to make sure that doesn't happen anymore. Yep. Makes sense to me. That's a very stoic principle. Success is effort repeated diligently over time. I agree with that. One of the best quotes I think I've ever heard. Yeah, most on, on most of most of what it takes within American society to become successful is doing the mundane shit over and over and over, almost to a mind numbing uh, extent, and that's where the growth happens it doesn't happen in the in the big magical moments it happens in the bore in the boring times mm-hmm. and yeah. that's where we talk about consistency and discipline well, and figure out a way to find find joy in in that process too otherwise you'll just get burnt out on it if you spend your whole time looking and i've met guys that have met people that do this that they'll look all the way down the road as far as they can imagine to where they want to be and they try to keep their eyes there. they're like oh everything i'm doing here is for that it's for that it's for that it's for that and you're just going to get burned out doing that, I think. I mean, it's good to have a goal in mind, but it's not going to matter. Once you get there, it's just going to be further down the road. It's going to have evolved by the time you reach it. So don't rob yourself of the the, the journey just because you're doing the mundane. And it doesn't mean you have to be excited about every fucking mundane thing that you do. But don't don't hate it and look at it as, oh, it's just a, some shit I have to swallow to get there. Because then you're, oh, you're going to spend most of your life just thinking that you're eating shit trying to get somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, totally. and, and learn totally. to laugh at yourself when you fuck something up. Yeah. Because it's funny. It's we okay, all, and, man. It's, and don't tear people down for failing either, you fucks. You I know, know right? That's, <laughs> I know. Because that's, that's, that's the main reason we hate failing. I mean, we get down on ourselves, but you get over that pretty quick. But, you know, when you fail and other people are like, oh, see... You know, you yep. said you were going to do that thing and you fucked it up, and now look where you are. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, I guess maybe so. Like, fuck those people. A lot of people, <laughs> people want to see you fail. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. the haters. We brought haters the word back Full again. circle. <laughs> <laughs> I used that word yesterday for a thing on the Scatcast <laughs> for your multi pass folk. See, what if we had retired it? I know. We can't really. There but it was a, a joke like a on that, though. There the whole point was like, oh, you're a hater because I dis- yeah. you disagree with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Alright, last thing. Things I learned, and this is Shaden. This is called The Line in Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah. and this is fucking pretty interesting. I don't know shit about it, but it's cool. It seems well, cool. I don't know. I want to get your guys' opinion. Oh, I love that. It's, cool it's interesting that it's Saudi Arabia uh, and yeah. not like, uh, what, what's the place I mean, right next to it? They got a lot of money. They really, they're really Doha. just friends with the United States, friends, you know, right. with, with air quotes because they need our help defending themselves if they ever get attacked right <laughs> i'm trying to think of they got lots of money to do shit <laughs> yeah they do a lot uh i'm trying to think of the middle eastern country that has done all these crazy things with uh maybe it's a city but it's not doha it's uh blah, 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 dubai qatar yeah dubai thank dubai. you thank you dubai <laughs> i was surprised that it wasn't they made dubai. an island that looks like a palm tree yeah they made it in the air it's shaped like a palm tree yeah they made <laughs> an island that looks like the world right yeah. it's cool all the countries yeah so saudi arabia i just stumbled across this this week <laughs> mm. go figure no way Things i learned this week <laughs> works perfect um but so saudi arabia unveiled their plans and they didn't as far as i saw they didn't say when they're planning to start this so maybe it's just a pipe dream but i hope not because i kind of want to see an oil it pipe dream oh. but uh so they're calling it they're trying to take the footprint of a city and squish it into a line that is um only 200 meters wide but it stretches for 170 kilometers and 500 meters up into the air. That's crazy. So it's a bunch of skyscrapers. So it's basically like one long it's, skyscraper. It sounds like you could, if the wind came a little too hard, it'd just blow the whole city over. I know. Do right? they say well, what the population was supposed to be? I maybe I missed that. Um. Uh, Do they have? They have to have a max population. Yeah, right? I'm sure that they said uh, nine million people. Nine million, nine million people. people that they're planning it can accommodate. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. gonna be some infrastructure. And uh, and the footprint, the actual footprint on the land is like 34 square kilometers. Essentially, is what it's gonna take to run this thing. As far as the way that they've outlined it, you know, mm. who knows? Until it falls plans over. versus reality. Yeah, mm. but it's it's pretty cool. Like you should go look up some of the concept, like the videos and like art and you know CG that they made of it. But it's uh, they coated the entire out thing in like mirror glass, so like the landscape just kind of looks like it continues through oh, it when you're cool. looking at it. You know, so it's like a little cool. mirage. But so they want it to be. They want to position it to where it's close to all the cool outdoor shit that you want to do. You know, so you can go. You can leave the line and go out into the nature. And you're not like, allowed to leave. And it's like psh, right there. That's what I was wondering. I'm like, can you leave the yeah, line ever? It's, it <laughs> you know? sounds like it's going there because you know there'll be central planners. They're like, well, we invested in this, so you do what right. we tell you if you, you want to be part of it. Have to stay in here, but. Um, but they're saying that uh, everything, every facility that you could need, when you're no matter where you live in there, is supposed to be about a five minute walk or less from where you live. And if you want to visit somebody at the other end of the line, they're going to have these like super fast transit lines that mm. you can like you can get from one end to the other in twenty minutes. Is nice. what they're saying. See that kind of so. central planning sounds good. Where it's just let's get the engineers together to make it so that things work real good. That sounds I'm okay. It with. sounds fucking awesome. I'm just wondering like. What it, what's it gonna like? It sounds like it's gonna turn into a cyberpunk mm -hmm. dystopian oh, thing yeah. to me, right? Because like, so picture a city. That's people a, suck at these A city things. of nine million people. Have been to a city of nine million people? I have. So so have I. Nine million people living them. harmoniously with each other sounds. Yeah, that's not that's the city I'm that saying. I went to. I with nine million people. <laughs> what you, have you watched any of these reality shows? You can't get eight people living in the same house together without right. incredible drama. That's this is I'm not saying. gonna happen. Like, what no. about uh, what about your and I mean, I don't know, like cities, they kind of work this way anyway, and they're not perfect organisms, you know, but mm. like, I'm just trying to imagine uh, a city of 9 million people plus a city of 9 million people's 
homeless problem mm-hmm. and squishing it into a 34 square kilometer box that sits in the middle of the Saudi Arabian desert. Like <laughs> this could, I want it to happen because yeah. I want to see what this experiment turns into, man. Like a lot of murder. Like, is what yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like murder. dread or something. It sounds like judge dread. It sounds, it sounds like, it sounds like something that like the only way that it could maybe work is if it's like, you have to like earn your way in there, you know, like yeah. it's not just like, you people, have to have money in the bank. People yeah. don't like which their then, neighbors which then makes now. it shitty. Which is Canada. Canada's yeah. like that. You can't move here unless you got 10 grand in the bank. Yeah. What'd you say, Jeff? People, people don't like their neighbors now. I know. Can you imagine oh. if you're stacked on top of 18 of them within no. five minutes? <laughs> That's a pretty much every apartment complex I've ever lived in, though, I to know. be fair. So. Yeah. It would be tough. <laughs> and when you look at mega cities like Tokyo or something, uh, or Seoul, where you're talking about tens of millions. What it cost to live there, though? Like, that's really going to be like, it's nice to say, oh, it houses 9 million people. Which 9 million people? Like, how much does it cost to live in the line? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to be a question. Well, yeah. There's I mean, going to be a movie out in the future about the line. was probably not a bad idea. I mean, not talking not about apart- apartment life. I mean, half my career was spent trying to get neighbors to shut the fuck up, hate each other in oh. peace. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I don't know why there's a requirement that anybody that calls the police has to live on the top story of any apartment <laughs> complex to begin with. I'm not sure why that they should be the one that they, they all they have get like police called on kids. them because the upstairs neighbors are always the shitty ones. Well, they do. Jumping around, making noise. Up there. Well, they do, but they're the ones that I have to go contact. You know? Oh, yeah. I see. That's what I. <laughs> Everybody had to contact, yeah. had to live on the third floor, or you, you just, well, yeah, yeah. You, didn't, you didn't have to respond to the first floor. Yeah. If you came to my house, you'd be going to the second floor for yeah. sure. <laughs> well, speaking of contact, you can contact us at justaridepod just at gmail.com. It's justaridepod. Justaridepod. You guys pod. ever ride in your ride pod? I fucking want to get I a ride pod. I my ride pod here, dude. <laughs> it's just my ride pod, pod is broken, and it needs a new engine. <laughs> like the third one. Yeah. <laughs> or you can also reach out to us at info at and if you guys are patrons, you can always reach out to us through there. You guys know how to get a of us all that good stuff find us uh thank you to all the social media people that are helping us uh don the shipbox wizard and chris our discord dookie slayer Dukes. and so many of you other ones i'm gonna have to start saying all your names and make a whole podcast just on thanking you guys <laughs> but thank you for it whatever you guys are doing it is fucking working uh we've had four consecutive record weeks that have been kind of mind-blowing for all of us doing this stuff it's been a lot of fun so uh yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, I've been Zach. I have been Shaden. And I have been Jeff. He has been Jeff, and he still yeah. will be afterwards. We will prevail and continue <laughs> to be ourselves. That's right. And we'll talk at you in the future. Which is It'll probably, seem I was like say, you probably more than what you want. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can't stop being ourselves. We're sorry. No, it's not going to happen. I was doing my little catchphrase, and you talked right in the middle. Catch your like, phrase. Here's my catchphrase. We'll talk to you in the future. <laughs> present. Future present. Future present. Bye. Ah. It's just a ride. Bong.